There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Badass Women's Hour Extra Bits, our little gift for you podcast subscribers. This week, we've gone all things reality TV. We've got Caprice talking about being on TV in your 40s, and we meet Eliza from Made in Chelsea, who talks to us all about feminism and Instagram. Underwear, armpit hair, many imitators, but no one compares. Badass Women's Hour XL with Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell and Emma Sexton on Talk Radio. One, two, three, four! And we are joined, we're very excited, to join one of the stars of this year's Dancing on Ice talk all about training, skating, getting ready to do what looks to me to be triple sarcos <laughs> and terrifying lifts, uh, the fantastic Caprice Bray. Hello, Caprice, oh, welcome. Hi, ladies, how are you? Good, Good. thanks, how are you? Thanks for joining us. Good. So, yeah, I was just talking to Johnny, your gorgeous producer, <laughs> and tragedy already what six days into dance, dancing on i said it's not that bad but it's shin splints what is a shin splint it like, is heard so of it. painful yeah. i mean people may say oh no you're being a drama queen i swear to you it's so painful because you know when you're learning how to skate you really have to bend and so those shins are just pressing against these boots that are so tight yeah and and you're working muscles i've never worked those muscles before in my life <laughs> trust me <laughs> and it's just unbelievably painful so you have to take a f- few days off are you, are you going to be able to skate though is this is it something you can recover from you can work from oh honey there is nothing <laughs> i have to break my bones in order for me not to do this i am so excited it's such an am- i think it's an amazing amazing opportunity there's no way i'd do the jungle thing and eating the <laughs> kangaroo yeah. balls and yeah. whatever you'd have to do on that ridiculous show but this show, it's elegant, it's beautiful, um, and it's a skill that I've never done before. I've never gone on the ice You've before. You've never skated before, so this is it, your first in time. In my life. A lot of people say, oh, no, I've never skated. I promise you I've never skated. So it's, I'm so excited. But it's also the perfect season for it because it's coming up to Christmas. And so you're getting in all of the practice. You can now go to the Natural History Museum and, and basically twiddle around and be and like, look like professional. a professional. Oh, honey, you have no idea. <laughs> shin splints or no shin splints. I mean. Yes. And so how are you finding the rest of the cruise? We've got Maura from Love Island. We've got mm-hmm. Trisha, Michael Barrymore, Joe Swash, H from Steps. Is it one big party? Is everyone having a long time or is it a bit competitive? 
Oh, it's naturally, I think it is quite competitive, of course. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of good skaters this year. Like oh, naturally really? good, yeah, a lot of really naturally That's good annoying. skaters and big personalities, you know, so, um, we're all getting on. There isn't, there aren't any dramas yet. I would tell you because I have a big mouth, but so far so good. But early days, ladies, early days. So tell us six days in, what sort of things are you learning? Is it just about being able to maneuver on the ice and push forward with momentum? Or have you well, done that? Do you have to do like almost like a foundation course in ice skating before you start training? Oh yeah. They, they, they slowly teach you the basics. And when I first got on the ice, of course, I fell because it's, I mean, you're wearing shoes with these you know, razors on them, basically. I mean, it's it's crazy. And they have to teach you how to get back up. That was when I tried to learn to ice skate, it didn't go well. But that was the first first and basically last thing they tried to teach me, which was like, when you fall over, how to get up again. Now that I learned by myself. But, you know, the first time I got on the ice as well, you know, I had Torval and Dean picking me up and swishing me around. I thought, holy smokes. Okay, here we go. Okay, I get it. I get it. But it's, you know, I'm right now I'm learning how to do twizzles, twizzles. So I'm turning. Oh, wow. You know, they they kind of go at your own pace. Yeah. And I'm I'm, you know, I, I'm quite an aggressive personality by nature. <laughs> and so I'm and I'm quite competitive, too. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm pushing myself and I'm pushing myself and I'm pushing myself. But you know, we'll, we'll see as, you know, it is sort of a popularity game as well. And there are yeah. people that are a lot more popular, you know, out there than me. So I have to really compensate and I, I've got to skate really, really well. I'm sure you will. This is the first year that, uh, they featured same sex couples. So H from Steps is dancing with a man. Yes. How do you think that is going to change the dynamic? I, I think it was really brave of them mm, both to do that. I think it's ne- I think it was necessary. I think it's about time. Mm-hmm. So I'm very very excited that that we're the first show doing this. So I'm I'm very excited in that respect, but it's going to be challenging for them. Mm. I mean, doing those lifts. So who is lifting yeah. who? Well, Matt, uh you know what? We'll we'll find yes. out. Oh my gosh. That's I don't question. know because yeah. It might make, because oh, it could go either the women, way. They have to, they're obviously lifted. And right. for the men that are skating and competing, they lift oh, the women. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they will alternate so he has to showcase both skills. He might just have to. I mean, that's... That's going to be hard work. That's really hard work. Mm. Oh, I mean, we'll soon find out. It's going to be really, really exciting. <laughs> I mean, last year was all about watching Gemma... What does she call herself? The JC the JC oh, J- <laughs> <J-C. laughs> face palmed on the eye. <laughs> now I think you know. It, I, I'm I'm really excited to see the boy skate. Yeah, I um, think it's been great. What's right. What's your big song gonna? Oh, can you tell? Will you tell us what What will your big sort of skate out song be? Oh, I don't know. We have it in such early days. Okay. I don't even know who my pro is yet. Oh, wow. Oh, no, we are literally, literally, like, these are beginning days. So we just skate with pro, uh, with coaches, excuse yeah. me. And, and then, um, and then we'll find out. Do you have a preference? Have you got your eye on anyone? I, I have. Oh. <laughs> Yes, and of course, I was very vocal about (laughs) who I wanted. Whether they give them to me, I don't know. (laughs) We'll soon find out. (laughs) How much training are you doing? You're training every day. Every single day. For how many hours? And and then it's sort of, you know, I mean, I'm a mom too. So I have these two six-year-old boys. So I'm I'm dealing with that whole thing Mm -hmm. and the play dates and, you know, taking them to school, picking them up, reading, baths. 
you know, dinner. And in between, I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm running my business by Caprice products. Mm-hmm. And then I'm doing a, now with the show, it's just, you know, it's making me relevant again to mm-hmm. be, to be, yeah. that's just how the entertainment industry mm-hmm. is, but it's making me relevant, you know, relevant again. So now I'm doing so much entertainment yeah. as well. I just don't sleep you, anymore. Are you enjoying that? Are you enjoying that kind of I love back it. in the limelight? Yeah. I mean, at 47 years old, I have a rebirth again. It's yeah. great. Thank you. Somebody up there is looking after me. I'm so excited. And a rebirth without having to go into the jungle. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. kangaroo balls. Basically. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> so fantastic. So you talked a bit about your business, Caprice mm-hmm. Products. You've got Caprice Home, which is the homeware range. Right. Where did that come from? Why did you decide to do it? Well, you know what? I mean, I've had, you know, bike caprice lingerie, bike caprice, mm. bike caprice sleep, bike caprice, bike caprice, bike caprice. And I just saw a niche in the market. I mean, my whole shtick is glam. Yeah. And there was a niche in the market in glamorous homeware. So I thought, I'm going to take that and I'm going to run with it. I know all the factories, you know, I've, I've been supplying for 10 years. Mm. And so I launched and, and now we're, you know, we're in Dunelm, we're in Shop Direct, we're in Wayfair, and now we just launch, we're going to launch in Bed Bath and Beyond in America and in the Middle East and at Macy's in America. So it's, it's, you know, it's really exciting times for me. There's a lot going on. It feels like there's an explosion in homeware at the moment. It feels like we've sort of said goodbye to fashion we're not as interested in fashion anymore but we really want our homes it's to all look about amazing. our homes mm-hmm. and you know what let me tell you something ladies you don't have to do anything to your room but if your bed looks fabulous mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. You, it just makes your whole room come alive yeah and so that's what i'm you know there's supply and demand there's so much demand out there for glamorous homeware and so i'm giving it to them what caprice so can i just really quickly i didn't know what your surname was until today so when you were saying you know caprice, caprice by caprice i was like i didn't actually know what your surname was that's how well the brand works yeah. you're just yeah. one name yeah, we're doing you don't need to know what your surname is because you are just one name. There is one Caprice. That's it. Oh, it's kind of cool. <laughs> it is right. To be it's known by, cool. by your your first name only. Only a few people in the world have that, where you say the first name and everyone knows who they're talking Madonna, about. Madonna, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Kylie. It's really small. Yeah, it's kind of cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of cool. So it? It's interesting to know what your surname is. It's, I'll tell you. My, uh, it's Caprice Beret. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I've yeah. been let into like an, a certain <laughs> <inner secret>. yeah, <laughs> just me and everyone else that's listening at home. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Caprice, what's it been like? You were like a top, top fashion model, weren't you? In your top of your game, how many magazine covers did you do? Like over five hundred or something, wasn't it? Well, it was not that many. It was over three hundred fifty. Yeah. Yeah. And then, how has that been as a woman getting older? We, you know, we talk yes. a lot about feminism on the show, a lot about, you know, how society values women if you look a certain way. You know, you're a model. You're making your living from mm. looking a certain way. How has that been to be kind of top of your game, and then perhaps, you yeah, know, it's not, a roller coaster, not being relevant anymore. Yeah. And this is, I'm very, very realistic. I'm a businesswoman, so I knew that that was about to come in, in my 30s, and that's why I had to think of plan B whilst I was at the top of my game because if you're not you don't have that power anymore mm-hmm. and so you know I had that forecast I had that vision I didn't have any ego because I wanted to make money you know I'm from nothing 
I, I, I have to make things happen. Nobody else is going to make it happen for me, you know? So and that's when I, I had plan B and that's when I started my bike caprice products. So did your career then kind of just, was it a gradual fade out or did you find that actually it just kind of stopped once you got to a certain age or was it a decision where you took a step back because you were like, I need to transition my career? I think it was a little bit of everything, but I did take a step back and you know when it really, um, you know, the, the entertainment industry is a very fickle business. If you're not feeding it, it just dies. Right. You have to feed the machine. If you think that all those pap shots, oh, they're just there. No, these people, mm-hmm. they spent and on Instagram and, you know, this is a tremendous effort to stay mm-hmm. relevant mm-hmm. in an industry that, you know, it's, it's, and especially, you know, you get all these reality, um, personalities and they come and they go yeah yeah i've been around since 1996 and honeys i'm not going anywhere <laughs> so you're, you're happy about this kind of like comeback then so are you happy to be back in the limelight less about the behind the scenes businesswoman do you, you want to be like it, it was mom thing yeah, too when yeah. i had kids and i always thought no when i have kids i'm gonna have nannies my life won't change Honey, it changes. I want to be with my babies. Aww. They become your number one. Yeah. And now my kids are in school till 445 and they're getting older. So, and I'm so thankful. This is one thing that I never, I was never thankful back then. I took everything a little bit for granted and I believed my own hype. Now I know it's like to be at the top and I know it's like to come down again. And now I'm having a surge up. So I am so appreciative at 47 years old to have uh you know to become relevant again and i'm and and my and it's helped me my business you know and will you go back into modeling <clears throat> i don't know about that one no, i think really? i'm gonna have to hang up my thong really <laughs> really i mean it's about it's about representation right it's and about, how many 47 year old women are there in the world yeah a lot yeah so yes do you really have to hang up your boots you know what I wanted? I, I, I'm really getting into acting again. Mm. I love it. And this time I've been studying for well over a year now. Mm. It's not just before where I just thought, oh, I'm fabulous. I could go in there and just kick <laughs> some butt. You know, I know I'm not fabulous. I gotta study. I gotta work at it. Okay. So I've been working at it and I now I'm being offered just these amazing roles mm. with some substance. You know, before it was all the babe thing. Mm. I, I was, they offered me to take over from Pamela Anderson and, you know, it was that kind of thing yeah. in Baywatch. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I, I have these really meaty, interesting roles that are being that are being served up. And actually, there's more on offer for me because at the age of 47, most women, if they haven't made it, mm-hmm. you know, they're going back to being, you know, a, a normal job. Mm-hmm. So the competition is less. So it's, oh, thank God. It's just a really exciting time, yeah. you know. And also, lady, I just want to say, and because a lot of the times I do these corporate speeches and and I always talk about change and I always talk about it doesn't matter what your age, if you want to change profession, if you, you know, it's hard once we have kids and we want to get back into the workforce, you just have to freaking do it. Yeah. Only you can make it happen. And it doesn't matter what age you are. You could absolutely make it happen. So Caprice, it's been amazing talking to you like a, a good boot of inspiration yeah, for that evening. <laughs> Badass Women's Hour XL on Talk Radio. She'll get you talking. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Vampire Strikes Back. Badass Women's Hour XL on Talk Radio. Our next guest is Maiden Chelsea star Eliza Batten, who you might have seen on the show a few weeks ago starting a big old debate about feminism. She is here to tell us all about why it's important to her and the impact it's going to have on her degree. Welcome to the show, Eliza. What's your undergrad degree in anthropology? Anthropology, so yeah, I study of humans, so it was definitely relevant. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got a friend who's also doing kind of the same but opposite. She's doing Instagram and masculinity, so she's looking at it Mm -hmm. from an interesting angle as well. Um, Do you cover feminism as part of the course? Is that part of Yeah, uh, it dips into almost everything. Okay. I think it's very applicable to current topics and we learn about sex, reproduction and love. We learn about um, health, you know, like we learn about literally everything to do with human beings today and feminism pretty much comes under most brackets, I would say. Because feminism is a really, really big word, isn't it? Yes. And I must admit, up until even about two years ago, and through doing this show, I've realised the different threads of it. I've realised how very white my feminism used to be. Uh-huh. And So when you talk about feminism on Instagram, mm. are you able to drill that down a bit further? Yeah, so I'm still under the... Yeah, I'm still looking at my dissertation is a big umbrella and that will not be my final question I don't think I think I'll find a different word than feminism that's more specific yeah but I define or I suppose it depends how you define feminism in your intro of the dissertation yeah. and how then just do like, you define feminism in terms of your different know, generation to us I'm, <laughs> I'm interested like our generation have grown up where feminism was like if you were a feminist you were very angry you probably didn't shave Man your arm yeah. <laughs> yeah and like you know and I feel like that's starting to change now but I'm interested from somebody at your age yeah. and stage in life how do you view feminism is it a positive thing does it feel do you feel like it's this sort of angry subgroup that no one wants to engage with or does it feel part of your day-to-day life of conversation day-to-day life but i feel like i constantly have to remind people that it means equality not pro-women i think there's still a lot of uh, yeah uneducation on the term so i don't know if that's because it's got femme in it that makes it seem 
that it's anti-men. I don't know what it is, but there's a, even just my girlfriends will be like, oh, no, I'm not a feminist. And I right. go, oh, well, do you believe in equality? And they go, yes. And I say, well, then you kind of are. <laughs> um, I define it, but then I'm still learning. I like Jamila Jamil calls herself a feminist in progress. And I'm yeah. very much like, you know, we're learning every single day. It'll constantly be evolving. Um, I like to just define it as political, economic and social equality of the sexes. People get a bit confused about the social part because socially men and women are different. Um, but I think it's more just like similar opportunities and respect. That's just what I view the social in like a social setting to have the same respect. So then what's the connection then back into Instagram? Uh, your first sort of thinking when you when you put this together? Well, I was I was interested into whether men and women were treated differently on it. Mm -hmm. um, I know, having spoken to my friend who's doing it on masculinity, she's looking into the pressures that men feel to put this big gym bunny persona up mm -hmm. and constantly showing off abs. And so it definitely works both ways. But that's the thing about feminism. It's an inclusive term mm -hmm. um, that I think does incorporate both genders. And I just wanted to look at whether it was a platform that helped the feminist movement in the sense that it empowered women and liberated women or whether it objectified and sexualized women, whether that's the person that's putting up the picture or the person that's commenting and looking at the picture and like it does it reflect the person that's posting the picture or does it reflect the person that's commenting the sexual co like mm -hmm. the derogatory mm -hmm. comment yeah mm -hmm. yeah there's, you, there's lots of layers to it do you think it's actually possible for us as women in the 21st century to be completely separate from internalized sexism so when i mm. look at um so one of the things that i find really interesting about instagram is the obsession with female bodies mm -hmm. and no matter what kind of spectrum you're at so whether that's literally pornography on instagram or whether it's women being like i'm reclaiming my body that doesn't fit a societal standard that yeah. looks different from how yeah. it's supposed to be by posting a naked, naked. selfie yeah. and i'm like that's really interesting but why are we just talking about women's bodies <laughs> and that's because ultimately we've been internalized as women to think the most important thing about our us body. is our body. Yeah, and I think often women are the biggest culprits of bringing other women down, which again baffles me because aren't we all fighting the same cause at the end of the day, like mm. stop wasting time. <laughs> it just seems so inefficient yeah. to me, but and, and so and such a shame. Um, yeah, this whole and then the whole body positivity movement, um, people talking about now just having body neutrality. <laughs> neutrality. Mm. Yeah, um, neutrality. where you just literally just forget about it. It's irrelevant. Stop worrying about your figure. Yeah. As long as you're healthy and happy, it's irrelevant. Oh, it's, oh, I mean, it blows my mind. <laughs> I get almost speechless about it because there's so much, so many layers to it. And I'm still very much in the early stages. I mean, my dissertation's due in April. So I've got a, quite right. a while to dissect wow. it. Yeah. April, how many words? 12,000. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Fine. We cannot go out on a weekend. Um, you said when you talked about this on the show, what was the response on your social media like? Very, 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 it varied. <laughs> um, I had some people being like, good on you for bringing it up. Because my main thing to bring it on the show, I knew that it, I mean, it's obviously heavily edited. So it wouldn't have been the full interview wasn't put on or whatever. Like it's always, it's never going to be exactly how you want it because you're not sitting in the editing room controlling that. But some people were saying good for you for at least raising it because it got the discussion going, which I thought was really important. And I made sure that most interesting, the most interesting answers that people wrote into me, I was screenshotting and putting on my story to get a further discussion so that I was trying not to show my personal opinion yeah. too much because I think it's important to get the whole were there anything that surprised you in some of those responses or anything that was oh, interesting I, well, I got, or themes? I or? lost um, 300 men unfollowed me, which I thought said 
spoke volumes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the word, as we spoke about earlier, is kind of tainted, unfortunately. Yeah. A bit intimidating, probably. Yeah. And um, I think they just didn't want to know about it. So mm -hmm. just easier to unfollow. Um, they're within their right to do that. <laughs> um, I got a lot of people. So a lot of people showed me a post that said some women are empowered by nudity and some women are empowered by mod modesty which is great but what's interesting is the pictures that were on this post were not representative of the average female form so somebody was contradicting that which i thought was quite interesting there was every time i posted something i thought yeah that's great then someone would come with another yeah, yeah that's another great <laughs> argument so i seem to constantly be torn um but most people just got super involved and I, my screen time that day was about eight hours because <laughs> I felt I, you know, wanted to reply to everyone. I thought they were all so interesting. Um, but and then I got some people just being like, who do you think you are? Um, do you do you really think you're that disadvantaged? Go home kind mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. As in I wasn't trying to play victim. Do you just... think it's important for shows like Made in Chelsea to start conversations that are ultimately real conversations yeah. that other people are discussing and being a bit more conscious i think a hundred percent i think we have a responsibility to use our platforms in a way that gets proper conversations going not just how do you feel about your ex yeah, <laughs> so yeah basically you can have those conversations on a show like made in chelsea which as much love as i have for it mm. ultimately depicts like yeah, yeah i would say quite often abusive relationships mm -hmm. i would say it depicts women quite negatively Gas i would say gaslighting i think a lot of gaslighting i would say it sets really unrealistic standards for female body types i would yeah. say it sets very unrealistic standards for female lifestyles mm -hmm. it uh works with brands who specifically push women to spend their money on stuff that is about making them feel better when actually it's about making us feel bad to feel better mm -hmm. you know, is it is it in unrealistic to expect that format of show to ever actually be able to represent yeah perhaps feminism. i went in naively thinking i could come in and just like turn it all on its head <laughs> i don't have the power to do that but i'm i think bit by bit the producers this year are all super pro like pushing women to be empowered obviously we have some unfortunately not very nice men on the show and that doesn't help our cause and i don't know if it's because it just attracts egotistical men <laughs> and they just I, I i don't know i'm trying bit by bit i think it does have responsibility to start opening the conversation away from just relationships but then again people say to me but that's what the show is and like that's what for. people watch it for they're not watching it to get their daily dose of feminism that's not what they're watching yes. it for but but still uh, I, that kind of uh, yeah. It, How do you feel about difficult. being part of a structure which reality TV programming mm -hmm. is where we know that, for example, when we look at Love Island mm -hmm. and the two former contestants that committed suicide, when mm -hmm. we look at um, Jessie from Little Mix and the amount of bullying that she went through after being on a reality TV show, when we look at the levels of kind of surgery and eating disorders and problems that are created for female stars of these shows. Mm. Do you think the genre itself has a responsibility to change how it looks after its performance? I mean, I can only speak from personal experience. I mean, Chelsea are really good with care. Um, we constantly have access to psychiatrists and therapy and like all that <laughs> stuff, which I definitely tap into. I use and abuse it because first it's free yeah. <laughs> and yeah. not many people have the luxury of seeking free help mm. but they're they're really good at that and constantly checking up on us um but yeah i don't i can't speak about the other shows and the other shows obviously 
I don't know, historically haven't bowed that well. But then again, we're also on a platform that mental health seeps into every single industry. Mm -hmm. But I think because we've got a platform, it's more obvious and people focus on mm -hmm. it. But, you know, people commit suicide, unfortunately, is such a terrible tragedy that's happening throughout the country both men and women but it's happening in every industry but people are only talking about the reality tv mm -hmm. stars because they're the only ones that are in the public eye and actually i think if anything it should shed light onto the bigger issue mm -hmm. here that yeah. it's not just reality tv obviously mental health is perhaps perpetuated because you're constantly trolled and targeted and you're often, it, your career is quite volatile and you're mm. flung into fame and drop off the cliff and then you're yeah. back into fame and that can't be good for anyone. And how, how are you finding it? And how, how are you finding being a woman on Instagram, but also being a young, attractive woman on mm. Instagram, um, being kind of like suddenly forced like mainstream? How has Instagram been for you in that respect? Has it been a positive experience? Do you struggle with that? There's lots of talk of trolling. and Yeah, I think... My relationship with Instagram has kind of ebbed and flowed, um, which is I'm sometimes question why I'm doing a dissertation on it because my relationship with it can be really toxic and I think it can be with anyone, but particularly when you have a following where people are constantly judging you. But I also put myself in that position and I really try just not to think about it because actually, as my friends constantly say, and this is where you have to keep your real friends really close because they always say they don't know you and you just have to remind yourself, they don't know me, they're judging on something that I've put out and yeah. I've only put out what is like, five percent of my actual self because you can't put out everything on a picture mm -hmm. a picture people say a picture says a thousand words but a bikini picture says about two do you think you'd ever just take yourself off the platform entirely um oh, sometimes i wish i could i it's a really recently i've just made a private insta and that makes my relationship with it a lot healthier because i can put up the real stuff my real friends but many people would say why don't you just put that on your real one and be your authentic self but it's so much easier said than done like i still haven't got the bravery to do that i hope one day i can and i can just not care so much about it but also when it's a business which instagram is for so many people you make money from it you want to keep it looking smart mm. it's like a portfolio mm -hmm. and so i try and look at it like that it's like my platform where i can access people who want to talk to me but also keep it as a business which i don't know it's a, yeah. it's just it's a new place to navigate, right? Because yeah. there's no rules. There's and no guinea rules. pigs. Yeah. It is. Eliza, it's been absolutely lovely chatting to you. Thank you so much for coming in and talking to us. Eliza Batten from Made in Chelsea, which continues on E4 Monday at 9pm. This has been the Badass Women's Hour podcast with me, Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell and Emma Sexton. If you want to hear more from us, you can come follow us on social media at Badass Women's Hour HR um, or leave us a review and tell us how much you love us. We really need to feel the love. Five stars should do it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. 